Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. It's trail mix time. It is trail mix time. And what are we talking about on trail mix today, Mike? Halloween costumes. Um, let's talk about something for a second. Sure. You are a little October baby. That's right, I am. Bless o- my little Libra heart. October right, 16th. Dab in the middle of the month. Right, yep. yep. October 16th, mm-hmm. 1974. That's right. Actually, it's 64. I've been lying oh, for a really? really long time, I look know. Look at you. You're I look so... really good, though. Not a day awesome. over 34. Not a day. Not a day. Um, the, uh, and you love the fall. I do. You do love a good fall. I do. I like go outside and I pray to the nature gods for fall to come in August. And when they reward me, I slaughter a goat. (laughs) Of course you do. Like Kathy Bates on American Horror Story. Exactly. I do secretly hope that we reference American Horror Story and or Amy Adams right. on literally probably, anything we ever record. It's, it's just going to happen it now. Is. It's organically going to show up. Exactly. Right. Um, but you do. You like lean hard into the like apple picking and the whole like harvesting right. and having like that, and Friendsgiving and Friendsgiving and, and the all whole of everything. It. I mean, it is Libra Fire season when it everything. happens. Oh yeah. So it makes We're a lot the of thick sense. Of it, folks. We yeah. are. Yeah. That's right. I'm a January baby, but that just, I can't stand the winter. Right. So, um, no, I do not lean into winter and celebrate right. it. But you were also born in a different part of the country where winter was not as harsh That's as it true. is in the Northeast. Yeah. Winter yeah. in South Mississippi is like a Tuesday in February. Right. 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 If that. Right. Um, not so much anymore, thanks to global warming. Right. There were a lot of times recently in South Mississippi where it's been colder than it is in New Jersey during winter. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Wild times it's, here, yeah. folks out here. Um, but specifically, let's talk about some Halloween costumes. Yes, please. Okay, let's do first it. and foremost, okay. I want you to think of two Halloween costumes you did as the kid that you loved. Mm, wow. I see, you know, I feel like kid Halloween costumes. That's like a really big stretch for me to remember. And I have a pretty good memory. You do. And so I feel like I Ron Swansoned it for a while and I was a Dracula for a few oh, years you, running. Okay. Just because right. I was, you know, in love with the night. You, made, sucking you blood. made one and right. then you just made it work. 
Oh yeah, year yeah, after year, year kind of thing. Um, and I'm trying to think about like another like really pivotal costume. I do remember dressing as a Crayola crayon when I was a oh, kid. Oh, look at you. And it was like... What color? I think it was blue, because blue okay. is my jam when I was a kid. Yes, still yep. is. Still That's is. most of your wardrobe. I do. It's blue, black, and gray. Mine is... Am I depressed? Blue, <laughs> Later. brown, and gray. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm leaning hard into my cool colors here. There you go. Oh, that's right. That's Let's the use some art baby part of terminology. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine were, the ones I think of immediately are, um, I was obsessed with the Power Rangers. Oh, okay. And I was the Power Ranger for a few years. I was always the Blue Ranger who, um, ironically grew up and became one of us. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's so true. That's right. A glitter he brigade was member. Always my favorite. Right. And then Billy. Billy. Mm, mm-hmm. Billy. Billy was so smart. Mm-hmm. He was always like sticking back and fixing the computer while right. the rest of them right. were like Rangers. The <laughs> exactly. Another Halloween costume I remember from when I was very little, my grandmother used to make me Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. like from scratch. And she made me this. Raggedy Andy costume. Oh, remember Raggedy Andy? I do. Raggedy Andy. I do. I was Raggedy Andy, and then like I had a wig made of yarn mm. that was red. I mean, yeah. it was serious. She to went full, full, yeah, full Broadway, full mm-hmm. like budget costume okay. design on this one, and I do remember that. But um, like Raggedy Andy at Comic Con. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it was totally cosplay, yeah. Yeah. like realness for that. Um, but you and I both um deeply believe in dressing up for Halloween as adults. Oh, totally. Totally. And, I mean, I think the only way to do it because. Honestly, as a kid, I feel like unless you have a grandmother that's doing sure. the work I mean, for you, so great. I feel like as her. a kid, it's a lot of the times it's just like a store bought costume. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like go on down to Party City and get yourself a costume. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. But as an adult, whether you are a creative like you and I are or sure. not, I think it is within our responsibility mm-hmm. to actually put some effort in. And I agree. Not lean real hard into just store buying. Exactly. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Like some thought is like thought is the thing that I think um makes that sells a Halloween costume. Oh, it's incredibly totally the so. thought. Yeah. And cuz it doesn't have to be elaborate, it just no. has to be thoughtful. And right. it also doesn't have to be clever. Some people think like, "Oh, I have to be the most clever with my Halloween costume." That's not necessarily true if it's an accurate reflection of something that inspires you or you love or you think is hilarious right. and you have put some amount of thought into it, I right. think it'll show through. Oh, incredibly so. Talk to me about a recent Halloween costume that you did. So two years ago, I went as RuPaul Walker, which was a mashup between RuPaul and Paul Walker. That's true. Yeah, and I went full drag for it. You, you helped did. me out with I'm all the material. I'm not a drag queen. No, 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 no. Do You do have, makeup. I, yeah, I do stage makeup and I have, and I love doing gore makeup. Oh, yeah, and you do it really well. Thank you. And then last year, I went as um, <laughs> Richard Gene Simmons. So it was a mashup of Gene Simmons mm-hmm. and Richard Simmons. Right, so I went full painted... Uh, Gene Simmons kiss uh-huh. with a black wig. Yep. And then I went full bedazzled exercise wear Richard Simmons down below. Great. Great. I like, I feel like drag queens can teach us a lot about what like a lay person can do with a Halloween costume. Mm. Like for instance, 
do not take a wig out of a bag and put it directly onto your head. Like, brush it out. Right. Do some styling of it. Right. You wouldn't just, like, wake up out of, you know, the bed and, right. like, roll out of the house. I'm sure some people do that. I hope you don't. I think there's songs about it, too. Right, exactly. Right. So, <laughs> um, the, so, yeah, like, put some thought into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think as an adult, we can um, move beyond just, like, grabbing and going from a party city situation. Right, right, right. So I love a good makeup challenge. Yeah. Like, I went to a theater program and, like, the makeup challenges, I mean, the makeup classes were very (laughs) intense. And so we had, like, makeup challenges every single week. And um, our teacher was ruthless on making sure that, like, it was accurate and our shading was good and, um, like, we did three-dimensional stuff, two-dimensional stuff. I mean, right and left, all kinds of stuff. So I've taken that into just my life and the fun that I have. But the um, last year, I did um, the guy from Saw. Saw. Jigsaw. Jigsaw, but, like, the old, crusty-looking Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. I did that. Uh, in previous years, I have done – some of my favorites have been um, – Billy Butcherson yeah. from the Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite was the year I did uh, Beetlejuice. What about Miranda Priestley? Oh, <laughs> I did do Miranda Priestley. I have to talk about Miranda Priestley, mm-hmm. right? So my friend Amanda, who owns a costume store, she, um, I was like, I need a wig that is like legit serious lace front realness to make this Miranda Priestley look legitimate mm-hmm. because I was going to a party in the city where there were going to, like it was a gay Halloween party. Right. And I wanted to make sure that I looked like as authentic as possible. Right. So I found this wig. What was key for me was I had to find like, she has the flipped up bang in the front. Right. That is iconic. You cannot under any circumstances even attempt to be a Miranda Priestley if you do not have this curled up bang on the front. Mm -hmm. So I found one with it, but it was, the hair was longer. And so I ended up doing this like magic where I like styled it and pinned it up underneath. So I didn't have to do any cutting because I don't know how to cut hair, but I can style it and make it look and shape it in the way that I think looks right. And so I did that and then literally just went into my, my gal pals closet. And I was like, I need like a skirt and I need like a blouse and I need, and then um, I had a friend who loaned me a faux fur. Right. And, and yeah. listen, it was. And I walked around in heels all night. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was the hardest night of my life. <laughs> um, and it was incredible. I mean, the, the final look was wonderful. You're very kind. And exquisite. Thank you. What was the most historical based costume? Like, did, have you ever dressed up as someone from history before? Have I ever dressed up as someone from history? I think as far as historical goes, like um, the best answer I have is I went as Dorothy Spornak. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. What about you? Um, In college, post-college, I went as Gabraham Lincoln. Look at you. So, you know, you got to pay homage. What did that look like? Um, It was a pair of brown short booty shorts Mm -hmm. that were like from old pants and I cut those down. So they were cut off brown short booty shorts. Um, A brown blazer that was open so that meant i didn't have a shirt on underneath uh-huh. um and even though i have a beard i got a false lincoln beard and i and i bought myself a, a top hat for that as well look at that um and it was cold that halloween and boy 
did I feel it all over my body. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the most out of the box, out of the, out of the bag, I'm kidding, out of the box costume you have done um, for, or left of center, unexpected thing you've done for Halloween? Okay. So my favorite Halloween of all time was when I was living in Philadelphia still. Um, I had four roommates. My, my very good friend Leah was like a fifth roommate at this house that we were living at. And everybody kind of like went full tilt into Halloween that year. And I really had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to do. And then I found a full bodysuit, rainbow bodysuit from China mm. that was $5 and it was $20 shipping. And my idea for that year was to be a ribbon dancer. And, and you lived boy, your best was I a ribbon dancer. Life. Yes, you did. And all of the cat calls I got in the suit as we were walking around the city, it was interesting. Um, it's something that I still have. I've definitely worn it to someone's wedding after party. Um, and I break it out every now and again at school. Not full regalia. you were wearing it right now underneath That's true. clothing. I always actually have it on. It's like I'm like a never nude, it's like Tobias like Fumke. It's Mormon second skin. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. What about you? What was um, your most out of the box the costume? out of the box costume I did. It was in high school. And um, I decided that I was going to go as the actual ring of light from the movie The Ring. Oh. I, I thought this was going to have a religious tilt. And I no, was like, oh. No, I went as... So I got a hula hoop and I stripped like the plastic covering off of it. Okay. And I dressed in all black and I needed straps for it. Okay. And part of the, um, like one of the moments in the movie, The Ring, if you've Mm -hmm. ever seen it, was like uh, the little kid would like scratch out people's faces in photos. So what I did was make photocopies of like all of the students in my class and I... Um, scratched out everybody's faces like, and made a long strip of tape with everybody's faces on it. And then I wore that and everybody was like, Dusty, this is super creepy. And I was like, <laughs> no, it's like super referential. This sounds like, like you were a troubled youth. I am being innovative right. here. And mm-hmm. no, no, it wasn't a troubled youth. No. But like that was, but I, I think thought, if the that most was done thing. nowadays, that would set off all of the alarm bells. All it would be alarms. like this child here. You got to watch him. Probably. Right. But yeah. all the alarm bells. But when the ring came out, whatever year that was, um, because I remember seeing it and being terrified of it. Oh, I just was like the Mothman prophecies. Completely terrified. terrified. Completely watching it now, it's laughable. Yes. So, do you have a like a bucket list costume that you would love to do? You just haven't gotten around to it yet. I do. Okay. It's it's always at the top of my list every year, and the only thing keeping me from it is finding the correct wig to do it. Okay. Because the wig has to be perfect, okay. and that is. I have always wanted to go as Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. Oh, I'm like, not going to be ignored. I'm not going Dan. to be ignored, Dan. I would. I wanted to dress in her costume for, and I'm. My thing is like accuracy is so important. To oh, me. so yeah. I would want to dress in the outfit she wore when she like picked the girl up from school oh. and like went to the amusement park, but carry around with me like the white rabbit. Uh, the white rabbit. Right. Exactly. Right, right. What about you? So I've always really wanted to. It just would be an intense build. Um, I've wanted to make the, um, I think it's the Zoltan machine from Big. 
I loved the movie Big as a kid, oh. and I've wanted to like construct like basically the a very intricate like box that would be suspended to me, mm-hmm. and I would act as the the genie wish maker, and then I could like That's supply genius. wishes out. Um, but it just is. That's like a costume would have to start in July, I think. Yeah, it yeah. would take a lot of. Work. It would take a lot of work, but, but that's definitely on the bucket list. It would totally be right, worth it. Right, right, right. All right, Mike. What is our game today? Our game is top three. Okay. And in top three, we are going to be listing our favorite top three of something. Of something. So, what is our top three now? Our top three scary movies. <gasps> top three scary movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go first. Yeah, please do. Top three scary movies. Um, there is this movie from the 90s, late 90s, called Identity. That's mm. one of my top three, mm-hmm, always. Mm-hmm. And that is like a John creepy Cusack. John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Yes, about um, a motel in the middle of a storm and everybody has the same birthday. Right. Um, let's talk about this movie, Bad Times at the El Royale. Have you seen the previews for that? I have, and I'm so and excited And that kind about of, it. like, for me, that gave me memories of identity. Absolutely. Right. So identity, always. Mm-hmm. Number two for me is Rosemary's Baby. Oh, my God. It's Let me so tell you. So good. It was so good, and... It one of the most terrifying things ever, just yeah. because it's terrifying because I felt like it captured so well how like helpless her character was. Oh like, my god! At the end of that movie, yes. I felt terrified. Yes. And then finally, my final favorite is um, Scream Two. God, I because love Scream I am two. literally the biggest fan of Laurie Metcalf mm-hmm. and just. Having her revealed as the killer. Spoilers, if you haven't seen Scream <laughs> 2, you need to just like right. get with the times. Get with the times. But oh my God, that was the most epic. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are your top three? So for me, I think number one is The Exorcist. Uh, yeah, I'm. that is a deeply scary movie. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe demonic possession is real. And I do not like to... Um, uh, I, I do not to like give to, energy to I it. do not like to give energy to that at all <laughs> in any fair. sort of way. Um, so that is why I don't really care to see it. Right. Um, I would also have to say that Suspiria, which they're remaking, and they're remaking it in Tilda Swinton is <gasps> like the lead. No, yeah, you didn't. It's, Tilda I think Swinton, it's the same, our other sort of. I like, think it's the same director of Call Me by Your Name. Ethereal. We need to we need yeah. to look into this, but it's okay. Dario Dario Argento um, film. He was an Italian filmmaker. If I'm, I may be wrong about this, but it's something I saw when I was in college for a film class, and I believe he bought up the last bit of Technicolor film, and it's all filmed in Technicolor. Oh wow! And it is like these vibrant crazy colors and it's about this premier dance academy in germany i believe or italy and it's like the house of a coven of witches wow and i'm sold it is something else and my last scary movie is halloween six oh which features a very young paul rudd interesting Mm -hmm. um I have to say, I've never seen any of the Halloween okay. movies. Okay, so as kids... So I'm going to have to watch them You now. will. My friends and I, when we were teenagers, spent a summer watching the Halloween series like from start to finish. Um, and then like Halloween H2O came out. And mm. I made my mom take my friends and I to the movies to see it because it was like a rated R film and you needed a parent of to course. accompany you. So, yeah. 
So that is definitely up there. And it holds a special little place in my heart. Did you watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, did I? I did. Okay, so I never felt that any of those were truly scary when I was watching them. However, there is one episode that scared the ever-living daylights out of me, and it is called The Night Shift. And if anyone has ever seen it, like, you know, let us know, because so many people I talk to are like, um, I don't know what one you're talking about. And I'm like, what? Like, it, it's literally about this, like, hospital and um, these people just become these zombie monsters. Mm. And it scared the life out of me right. as a kid. Right. And I was probably 12 when I watched it. And I was just, yeah. like, still scared. And, like, I don't know that I ever want to watch it today. However, I have never come across anybody else who, like, has I've never heard seen of the it. episode or seen no. it, which also makes me think I imagined it. Maybe you did. But I don't believe I did. I will say the one thing that trumps all scary movies for me. Let's not use that word. The one thing that is much scarier than any scary movie to me is unsolved mysteries. (gasps) That is pure terror. That is the most terrifying. (laughs) And I would watch it as a kid and I would just keep going back to it and back to it. Yep. Just like a bad (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Follow us on Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Gaze at the Parks.